Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Poetic Process Podcast. I am B, your poet and favorite hostess. Today, I am coming to you with a poem called Daddy Issues. Yes, Daddy Issues. Honestly, there's been a lot of discourse regarding fatherlessness in the community lately, and I feel like this particular poem right here would be not only fitting because it's Father's Day weekend and it's also Juneteenth weekend. It's a time where we like to celebrate all of black people and how resilient, how strong, and how much we have unified over the years. And we've become this beautiful black community of just strength, to keep it quite frank. I think it's a good time for us to reflect on us as a people and how we've been allotted this institutional freedom and I want to put emphasis on institutional freedom and think about how much we've changed over the years how much has our family dynamics changed over the years if it's changed at all or how much it has changed (laughs) so like what's changed since the 1860s let's get into it fatherlessness isn't a new phenomenon And when I say that, a lot of people in conversation when we bring up fatherlessness and what that looks like in the black community, specifically the African-American community, they'll point back to slavery and say, well, the enslaved master made sure that the fathers weren't allowed to basically raise their children. And how all the mothers were mothers to all, they breastfed, they nurtured, they reared the children as if they were their own. And how these dynamics transcend in the African-American community today. People may point back to the 1960s and the Welfare Act and how that made sure that black men weren't allowed to be inside the home and how that still transcends today. But honestly, can we really use that as an excuse for the reason why men choose not to be in the home why they choose not to father their children or why is it so prevalent today more so in our community than any other to be fair every relationship and every marriage has their own story and in some cases it might be better for said couple to not be together But to choose not to be in the child's life for whatever reason, or to choose to keep said parent out of child's life for whatever reason has to be valid. And sometimes there is no reason. There are choices. What does it mean to be a father anyway? According to Oxford Dictionary, a father is a man in relation to his natural child or children A father is a man who gives care and protection to someone or something. A father is the oldest and most respected male member of a society. We've talked about daddy issues when it comes to women. We've honestly talked that shit into the ground. But where are the conversations about fatherlessness when it comes to these sons? I feel like this is something that's surfacing now in the 2022s. Fatherless girls are not going to grow up to be fathers at the end of the day. These sons are, so the conversation definitely needs to be allocated to the appropriate department, if I do say so myself. Not to blast or anything, but we have to look at this at the bigger picture and focus our attention as a whole, not just to shame or point fingers or make it seem as if one specific part of our demographic is the issue. 
The yearning for black masculine male figures in black society, I feel, is imminent. The rise of these oracles right now, like when it comes to relation to black manhood and what it means to be alpha valued and regarding yourself as such and what that looks like in relationship dynamics when it comes to the pursuit of women and how you decide to prove yourself in society is just becoming a toxic situation i feel like it's plastered on all billboards in everybody's podcast on everybody's social media feed and it's spilling over like spaghetti pots it's getting real toxic and it's becoming to seem and look like a lot of propaganda to shame or to make people feel inadequate or moreover just to be fucking dicks (laughs) just to keep it frank just to be assholes like I don't want to delve too deep into toxicity but to pivot to more positive platforms like the rise of the social media page at black men can is a beautiful beautiful thing and suit sharks are again a testament to the need for positive affirmative male platforms these particular pages are avenues for these role models to display themselves and to show such characteristics for those that may not be able to see it themselves. Just like they say, you can look up to something that you may not have in your day-to-day life, but you can see that president, you can see that actor, astronaut, philanthropist, and be like, oh, I could do this too, or I could behave this way, and become dapper, become a upstanding member of society, period. Like, but also in live action, I feel like these positive role models are also needed in day-to-day life to take care of these daughters, to mold these sons, to become men, and honestly to lead these women, to be quite frank. In my heart of hearts, I think it's key to fortify in our community, but y'all not ready for that conversation. <laughs> That's a long-ass conversation <laughs> for another day. But I say all this to say it's important not only what you digest but what you decide to accept as your truth and how you decide to move today men what verbiage you decide to use with women how you decide to treat women in front of your daughters and for women how you decide to treat men in front of your sons will affect you and your generations for years to come this is daddy issues To know you is to love you, or at least that's the phrase. Praises aloud for this day for the daddies that didn't leave their children in the rain. Conversations, accusations about him, the fatherless son that doesn't tie his tie straight, sits outside on the porch all day and doesn't give his baby mama a break. Her house is his crib now. His nursing turns to mooching. He doesn't understand what he's doing. Her back breaks. The kids are watching. The cards fall from the spades table on every holiday. That's when he's around. For the celebrations, the photographs. But the systemic system will have the last laugh. That's what they wanted. Broken households. Minds begin to fold like maturing proteins. Mothers cling to their sons and push away their daughters. And the system repeats. The son leaves the nest to fall to that daughter that didn't get the nurturing from her father. So whatever will do. You do me, I do you. We've seen it a million times. So when does it stop? My thoughts on the situation is that this ideology wasn't true. It's epigenetic, generational, transcendent, verbal, seed planting. Saying that I didn't see what was happening is a fallacy. 
Keisha don't have a daddy. Megan don't have a daddy. So why should I be any different? Questions. My anger more so comes in thinking how hateful some people have been and how they didn't realize how their tongue could offend me in my tens. You care how your actions could have molded me or you don't give a shit. You are more concerned about the benefit or the inconvenience. No one wants to deal with a single mother of now too. But to speak in front of children this way, some of you should be more careful. Some of you should be ashamed. Your daddy probably wasn't shit, so you wish you were fucking your son. Hating on a mother with a daughter of one. I could have been a baby mom, a shooter, or just in the streets, but I'm degreeding in a tea and people are confused. Why? Because I didn't decide to fester in your rejection. These aren't daddy issues. These are daddy lessons. In times like these, we love to say it's a learned behavior in children with racism and hatred. Not to equate it, but let's conflate it. You mean to tell me that Keisha didn't have a daddy, Megan didn't have a daddy, her mama nor her mama either, and we're all Roman broken in the ether? Let me explain something. Let me make it simple. Yes, in a perfect world, I would want every black household to have a mother, a father, three children, and a dog, but I know everything works against that, and as a community, we know that. Trying to patch a wound, we clamor to stop the bleeding over explaining these reasons for absence. They televising our pain like it's absence. Anecdotally, I used to talk to a dude that didn't want kids because of what his father never did. Didn't want to be a husband because he was fathering his kin. Bought his mama a house and paid his sister's tuitions. What's more father than that? Past the monetary. Watching cousins preparing weekly lunches. I think the fatherless children get a bad rap. Most responsible. We handles that. All of this is just a projection from family members and extended, making it seem like we're broken and sad and personally I'll never hold that bag. I'm me. I'm not your pain, your agony. A statistic and overly independent fatherless black woman. My thoughts are all over the place because I've thought about this for decades. How can one miss when never existed? Thank you. Hmm. An interesting perspective, yes. When we think about a child, when a child is born, how that child is nurtured and how that child is cared for is indicative in what they become in the future and how they decide to pursue life and relationships. If they're instilled with values to let them know that they are valued, they are worthy, they are able to do whatever they want to do in the world, they can do that. You don't have to be a statistic. You don't have to feel some type of way on this day. I want you to know that you are not alone. And when you decide to be a father or a mother, or if you are and you're a good one, good job. <laughs> but I recently saw that Instagram post about the mothers not being bitter on Father's Day and not posting, oh, I'm the mother and the father. But no, some of these women literally are. And it's sad posting their children on social media is one thing but being there and actually investing time and energy time physical time presence is there for the milestones and the moments is very important with the growth and the development of a child thank you guys for your feedback on last episode the COVID-19 episode I appreciate your well wishes thank you so much and I'm going to be putting the poems in the um, description box just like I did last time so if you want to read along when you hear the gong and you hear the snaps definitely do that and continue to leave um, or DM me and let me know what you think about the poem
Alright, well, oh, leave a review too. Yeah, leave me a five star. You ain't gotta put your name in it. You ain't gotta put your name in it. I already know majority of people who listen because of who DMs me. This has been another episode of the Boetic Process Podcast. Look at that. <laughs>